Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Ed and Bob Show, number 128. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you and you and you and you. Hey, Bob. Hey, Ed. How you doing, brother? Brother, brother, this this brother on this side's doing good. Have my shots. I'm feeling good, and and uh, my my problems are over, man. My problems are gone. I love it. I I uh, I am so excited that we are now back uh, to doing the show like we always did. So th- this is exciting. This is the Ed and Bob show. I'm Bob. He's Ed, and and it's exciting for us now to do it together. Before we were having to edit things and. He was recording his, and I was recording mine, and it, it was just convoluted. And this is far more fun, and we've got a, a new connection so that we can do it and uh, 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 with the um, all the audio, and it just works out really good. Oh, yeah. Sounds great to me. It does to me, too. So we're just tickled to death to be here, and we're glad that everybody's here. And let's, let's get into some news, Ed. You want to kick it off? All right. Well, we, let's see here. We have... Uh... Some, you know, the president had a press conference this week, mm-hmm. and yeah, at, well, well, before that, we might talk about that. Coming up this Sunday at Bristol Motor Speedway, they're having the dirt race, and my and it starts at three thirty. My question is this: Have they torn the asphalt up, or are they putting the dirt over the asphalt? I think they put it over it. I, I, I have no question, but I think yeah. What I read, I read something that said they took clay and uh, just piled it onto the asphalt. Uh, which is, uh, this is, don't you think this is what NASCAR is trying to do in order to save their sport? I mean, oh, absolutely. They lost yeah. so many uh, fans. Yeah, they've got to go back to dirt. They've got to. Where you slide around the corners and bang them up and all of that, you know. <laughs> Speed, speed is not everything. So anyway, well, anyway, uh, the president had his first press conference, if you want to call it that. It was all staged. He had cue cards in his hand. He actually he had he had he had talking points in his hand. He only took questions from 10 reporters. And and you can imagine who they were. CNN. Yeah. Yeah. And and a lot of subjects were left unaddressed in it. But the questions at the 62 minute press conference Folks focus mostly on ongoing migrant crisis, the southern border, the fate of the Senate filibuster, leaving no time for questions about the coronavirus pandemic and the battle over opening schools or how the administration plans to lower vaccine hesitancy. So that's some of the things that we could talk about. But it it, it was, it, you know, it was just a, it wasn't a press conference. It was it was he was doing a a. Um, what would you call it? A report, or he was yeah, doing a meet the like press? That. Yeah. Wasn't this the longest any president has ever gone without a press conference? Yeah, I think it was. What is it? Sixty-seven days. Something like that. Yeah. 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 Long time. Yeah. He took only two foreign policy questions about China and North Korea. Yeah. Russia was left unmentioned, uh, despite the constant Democrats giving the Kremlin and Russian president Vladimir Putin. Things. There's also no questions about the plans to increase taxes or his decision to cancel the Keystone Pipeline, which I wanted him to talk about right. because the gas prices are going through the roof. Yeah. And um, 
you know, it, it, he, didn't, he, he didn't really get into it. Uh, did you watch it at all? I didn't. No, I did not. I just re I read the cheat sheets. <laughs> I just I didn't want I didn't I didn't want to watch it and and I haven't you know um, I'm not jumping all over him about it, but at least he had one. Um, do I think he knows exactly what he's doing? No, but he, you know he had a press conference. He had his note cards, and uh, you know I. I We'll just see how it goes. You know, I mean, I, I've i seen uh, a lot of things that concern me, worry me, but uh, he's the president, and I'm not going to go around and say he's not my president or anything like that, like some people have done in the past. He's the president. I respect the office. I may not agree with him uh, most of the time, but we'll see how it goes. He's not a well man, I don't think. I think you could tell that by looking at him. I think you're right. Yeah, I, I don't think he, his memory is not good. He doesn't walk. He walks a little bit better than me, and I don't walk good at all. But he doesn't walk well. You know, he stumbles a lot, and uh, and he's always got somebody by his side to grab him. Yeah, I don't want, <laughs> listen, I don't want him to get hurt. Uh, no, I don't either. But, uh, he doesn't want to, you know, a lot of people associate, um, you know, how he got him down the steps there at the Air Force One with how, uh, how uh, lean and mean you are, but uh, I probably fall a few times on those things myself. Hey, Ed, uh, today, uh, another thing I want to talk about, because I really want your opinion on this, because I started out uh, Como, who is the New York State governor. Okay, uh, and everybody jumped on him, and it was kind of like you're guilty before you've been able to prove yourself not. And now, some of the things coming out about this guy about how he's so arrogant toward people and threatened people behind uh, closed doors if they didn't go his way and so forth. And this is, to me, is one of the reasons we ha term limits are good. Because people that have been in for three or four terms, and he's getting ready to run for his fifth or something like that, uh, I think they become bullies. They, they, power becomes a thing. Well, I think you're right, and it, it and they, they believe they own the office, you know, yeah. and so yeah, it makes it it makes a problem. It sure does. They believe. Uh, uh, I mean, I'm not. I don't know about this guy, and I've tried to be fair with assessing, but now I'm kind of leaning the other way that this guy needs to go, and he's getting ready to run for another term. You're kidding? No, he's 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 gearing up for another run. Well. I can't imagine him being reelected. Well, uh, can I, you? In, well, I don't know. I mean, he's very powerful, um, and evidently keeps people under his thumb and threatens them. And you're not going to get this if you don't do that. If you don't support me, I mean, he he would jump over people for their support over trivial little groups. Yeah, you didn't support me, and it's it's disturbing. Well, the thing that surprises me, I can't imagine anyone voting for him after what happened with the nursing home deaths on COVID. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that was, that's just, that's incredible. That's absolutely incredible. Hey, Ed, um, let's see, uh, before I do a little coronavirus update, uh, I want to say uh, that Monday the 29th is National Vietnam War Veterans Day. Yeah, Vietnam. Yeah, what I say, Vietnam. So it's you said Vietnam. Vietnam. You said Vietnam. <laughs> which way is? It? So which way is it? I think it's Vietnam. Okay. 
That's why I said that. Movies, they say I was in Nam, man. <laughs> well, it may be. I may be dead wrong here. I think that's something. Well, you know, our our listeners could help us out there which way they think it is. Well, that's a good point. Snapper would know, wouldn't he? He absolutely would. Two million um, veterans are Viet Vietnam or Nam era vets. <laughs> actually <laughs> served in Vietnam. And uh, 58,000, unfortunately, died from the conflict. So were you in the service during that time, or were you more of... Uh... I, was, I was on my way to Vietnam. Not, I, was on, I was on my way to Vietnam, not Vietnam. But I was on my way to Vietnam. And remember when the North Koreans captured the, uh, the American ship, the Pueblo? Oh, God, yes. Yeah, well, they sent our unit to uh, South Korea. And we were supposed to go in, help uh, the army go in up there with the paratroopers and, and uh, re rescue that ship. And it never happened. And I spent the rest of my term in Korea. So I didn't have to go to Vietnam. And matter of fact, my brother was in Vietnam at the same time. And we did not know that. And I don't, I, yeah, I don't think they're supposed to do that. Because that, we were the last two family members alive. And we were both there at the same time. You know, so... Anyway, and we didn't, neither one of us knew that. Sounds guess like guess which state had... Private the, Ryan. Yeah. Guess what? Guess which state had the lowest number of of, uh, of Vietnam veterans? Alaska? Vermont. 100, even. Well, I mean, I, I, it's probably a... Oh, you're right. No, 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 no. You're right. Alaska had 57. That's all. There are probably not that many people live in Alaska. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Uh, a quick coronavirus update, if you don't mind. I'm just going to touch on a few things, not do the numbers. You can do the numbers if you want. Uh, one thing I wanted to I saw where Arizona, Ed, completely lifted everything. They are back to the way they were before the coronavirus. Wow. How about that? That's good, man. That's good. And then, uh, you know, a lot of states are uh, have already uh, lifted the mask mandate. Uh, and things like that. I had my second shot, as you know, it, it didn't go very well. I uh, had the Pfizer shot at the UT Medical Center. First one went fine. My arm didn't bother me at all. It was fine. So I figured I'm bulletproof. I had my second shot. Went to bed at, uh, at 1 o'clock. I went to bed at about 10, 10.30 that night. At 1 a.m., I woke up and I was 103 degrees. Wow. I was, I was on fire. I was ill for two days. It was unbelievable. But now, obviously, I feel fine. But, wow, it was uh, – you, you don't want to do your second shot and then go home by yourself for a week. Well, I didn't have any problem. Well, with either one. <laughs> I don't know why it is. You know, people said if you had the coronavirus that your second shot would be rougher. I've heard people say that. I don't. Not, not, and all this stuff almost becomes old wives' tales. But um, I, I could have possibly have had it uh, a year ago, March. Oh, okay. Because so, I was really ill for about a week and a half. Mm -hmm. uh, couldn't get kick uh, high temperature. So yeah. All right, let's uh, move. Well, on I've got, ahead. I've got another one here. Oh, what well, you got? Oh, you got more. Yeah, because yeah, well, yeah, we're not doing sports, so I thought I'd throw this in the news. Okay. You know, I got the Cinderella story on Oral Roberts University. They're in the Sweet 16. Uh, it was unbelievable. They've done incredible. But some in the crowd are cheering for them to be banned rather than for them to win. Why is that? 
because of council culture. The mob has been coming out. They're, out, they're coming out after, mocking their name, history, and the beliefs is bigoted and homophobic. That's awful, isn't it? I mean, it's a, it's a regular four-year college, and, and I mean, it's open to the public. Now, they do have they, they do have a different type of thought than, you know, it's really religious-oriented, but I don't have a problem with that. I remember Oral Roberts, the original Oral Roberts. Yeah. Controversial, to say the least. And it, didn't his son run it after he passed away or something? Yeah, I think he still is. Yeah. But it, but it, it uh, it's not like, you know, it's if they've got a good basketball team and they qualify under the NCAA, I don't see any reason why they can't play myself. Well, it's not a fluke. They've played two great games. I yeah, mean, absolutely. They, they beat some giants, so very yeah. impressive. All right, okay. let's move along, Ed. You got a question of the day for me? Yeah, I do. My question, my question of the day, Bob, is have you spent your stimulus money? I don't know that I've even gotten it. <laughs> well, have you checked your bank account? <laughs> no. Why would it be in my bank account? I don't understand. Well, that's where they're going to send it. They're going to well, they, they, well, I guess it's. know my bank account. From your taxes. Have you ever fill out taxes? Yeah, but I don't put my bank account on there. Well, well, they sent it to my, listen, they, yeah, they sent it to my bank account. And I got the, you know, my wife, I got it. I got it. I mean, we're, we're rolling. I ain't got any daggone money. And it's free okay. money, right? Yeah, it's free money. And there's, you don't pay tax on it. It's free money. Well, I have not gotten it. And uh, they don't know my, uh, any bank account number. Thank goodness. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Big brother watching. You're not, huh? No. I'd rather okay. have the money than have, uh, have, have it on my bank account. So, listen, they know everything. Well, of everything. course they do. Account you got, no matter what name you got. Well, the Russians know it, so it doesn't make any difference. That's right. All right, I got a question for you, Ed. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. Do you sleep with a gun by your side every night? Well, I don't think she's ever been called a gun, but, uh... What, oh, oh Bessie, or what are you talking about? Yeah. Well, you know, the, uh, I do have a gun in the bed, or at the bed, yes. And, uh... You keep a gun by your bedside? Yes, I do. So now when the grandkids come over, stuff like that, then you have to lock it up or something? Yes, I do. Yeah, I, um, I do keep a gun within arm's reach. Yes. Um, and I... How long have you done that? Oh, on and off now, I guess three years, something like that. And I think that is like, I'm like the same with you because it's, um, when the kid when the kids lived here, I never had any, I don't think I uh, had any guns that were not completely locked up or in some high closet or something like that. So when you get older and the kids are gone and so forth, uh, that's when I think, plus you, you're, you know, you're older and and uh, you know you're out there in the middle of nowhere where you're at, so you <laughs> need a gun. <laughs> no. Well, you're out there at the rich people. We've got more lights around that neighborhood. It's amazing. Uh, well, I, I uh, you think it's good or bad to sleep? No, I think it's good. I think you should have. I don't know if you need to sleep with one, but I would. I would certainly have one where I could get to it if. If you believe in that sort of thing, now if you are anti-gun, then don't do it because it's just going to get you in trouble. Well, you know, and here's the thing: uh, in my neighborhood, uh, which if you drove from my neighborhood, you'd say, "Well, it's got to be a safe neighborhood," okay? Right. Uh, but we've had 
break-ins here. I mean, four or five break-ins, people breaking in at, in the middle of the night. Oh, my. Houses. Ooh. I don't think you can think any neighborhood is, pardon the pun, bulletproof from being robbed or broken into. And the other good thing to have is a dog. Oh, I, I will, and I got my pandemic dog now. I think you're right. Yeah, there you go. Because they bark, and you'll, you'll wonder what's going on if they do. That's right. And your dog loves to bark. She barks every <laughs> time I come out. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's move along here, Ed. Let's see. Uh, tell everybody what our topic of the day is today, and then you got a sponsor. Okay, the topic is, does the moon really affect the Earth? And how does it affect the Earth? My sponsor is the Family Dentistry Group at Law Family, Family Dentistry. They're on, they're on the Hard Valley Road right there near uh, Pellissippi. And this, it's a husband and wife, Kevin and Merle. And they've been there for three or four years, and, and they're just wonderful people. You know, and it's a huge staff. They've got four or five dental assistants. I mean, it's grown and grown and grown, and I expect them to start adding on pretty soon to the building. But they're just the most wonderful dentists I've ever been around. And I've been around a lot of dentists in my years. But they're, they're very caring, and uh, they always check up on you. And they're not cheap. But they always check up on you and do that. And that's good, you know. You want to get what you pay for. So if you're looking for a dentist, check out Law, L-A-W, Family Dentistry at 10788 Hardin Valley Road. Here's the phone number, 560-2244. That's 560-2244. And uh, their website is lawfamilydentistry.com. You'll like them. Good people. Sounds like it. Oh, they are great people. Husband and wife doing it. Wow. I don't know if I'd want to work with my wife all day and then go home. <laughs> and work at night? Yeah. <laughs> hey, watch out. <laughs> so let's get into our topic of the day. Does the moon really affect life on Earth? And if, it, if so, in what ways? And, you know, when, uh, Ed, when we looked into this, um, I was actually surprised by how much the moon does affect us because it you know you you go out at night and you see the little moon up in the sky and you think well that's nice it's good to see that and uh it's uh, something great about the world but uh, it doesn't really affect me so were you surprised at all to get into some of this stuff and see what the moon really does how it affects us well i you know i think everybody realizes that it affects the ocean and the tides it affects the lakes on the, the water going up and down because of gravity from the moon. Yeah. However, for most of my life, I thought that people planted crops by the moon. And I think you've heard me talk about that before, where I would, was doing fence posts from a farm in Hardin Valley, right. and depending on what the moon phase was, I would either have too much dirt left over or no dirt to fill up the hole. And I asked people about that, and they said, that's right. But then on the other hand, they say this, this stuff is just fully. It's just wives' tales. So, I don't know. What do you think? Well, I, I mean, I, I've always enjoyed you telling me about uh, digging a fence post. Be careful when you dig it because you have too much dirt left over or just right. Or, but that's always been a fun story. I still have yet to test it. So, I look forward <laughs> to doing that one day. Or cr pl planting my crops, which I'll never be doing. So, don't worry. Well, do, you have, do you have a farmer's almanac? Do you read that? I used to get those even in the last couple of years. And I didn't renew it. I, I didn't really um, to get it. I always thought it was fun to read. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah, they, they predict the, the weather's going to snow a year away from now. I thought that was yeah. interesting. Well, I don't know that that works, but I do think some of the things about the moon phase and that does work. I'm not sure, but but uh, you know something I was reading here, which kind of got my attention about the moon, not so much about the moon, but what if it was gone? It said that a meteor, if a meteor actually hit a big enough one, hit the moon and blast it into a million pieces and it was just gone or it could split it into several several moons revolving around the earth and just stub just one or if it was just completely obliterated all the pieces would come down and hit earth <coughs> and uh but they said none of the pieces would be big enough to do anything about life on earth but i thought it was interesting that if if the moon was not there when it was talking about what would happen and without the moon I mean it's a, it's a crazy kind of story that actually I would think like number one the night sky would be brighter where I would think well no it's not if the moon is gone it's gonna be darker but they said you would see more stars every night uh, because the moon you know lights up the bright yeah, yeah exactly uh, and you would see more stars I didn't even think about this. There would be no eclipse ever. No eclipses whatsoever. Without the moon. Without the moon. How about that? No, no. Any kind of eclipse you ever think of, there would be uh, none without that. You know, and it's interesting. I think we're going back to the moon again, too. So they're, yeah, yeah, they're getting, I think NASA's getting ready to go back. And uh, they're going to use a SpaceX rocket and, and things. But, I, yeah, I think, I think the team has pretty much been selected, and I think they're going to be going back pretty soon. Well, you know, the, one of the reasons, I think, for that, I didn't know that until you just said that, is that they said without the moon, there was no uh, stepping off point to go to other planets, you know, 100 years from now or whatever. Because... If you could go from here to the moon and then blast off on the moon to go to Mars uh, or other planets would be a good way to do that. A lot less expensive. Yeah, and I thought, well, that was interesting. So you're going back to the moon. We're going back. All right. Uh, the moon being gone does not affect the time, how many hours in a day, but our tides, if we didn't have the moon, like you were talking about, uh, it affects the tides, high and low. Uh, there would be very tiny tides uh, shifts. Yeah. I mean, hardly any. Um, and it, what it is, folks, is the tug of the, like Ed said, the, the gravity of the moon. And the sun has a little bit of gravity as well and, and tugs on it. But um, the biggest thing I saw, Ed, that really kind of scared me, that if there was no, let's say something did blow up the moon, the moon keeps the Earth uh, on its stable on its axis. I mean, the Earth, you know, a little bit. They, they said without the moon, you might see uh, as much as the, the Earth tilting 45 degrees. And basically going around the sun on the sides. Where you wouldn't have the the polar the poles would not be cold all the time, and then the equator would not be hot all the time. So. Well, I wouldn't want that. 
<laughs> you, you don't. Okay, good. No, I don't want to. Um, <laughs> but I, I do think uh, uh, if you're going to go ahead and, and dig some, pole, uh, uh, some holes for some poles, check with Ed and make sure the moon is in the right phase. And or is, it, or, is it a, or is it a, or is it more about <laughs> a new moon? Though? Well, it's a new moon, but, the, but the, my grandmother, bless her heart, she suggests that you pick fruit at the full moon for the market. It'll weigh more if you pick it at the new moon for personal consumption because the fruit stores better <laughs> at the new moon. Seeds also, no, seeds germinate faster when planted under the right face of the moon too. So, you know, all this is going on, but, but if you go around and talk to people about that, they're going to they're gonna say you're crazy. But, but actually, if, you know, there are people who've written books calling this a myth and all of that, and people go protest them and, and, uh, because of what Grandma said. Grandma knew what she was talking about, evidently. You don't argue with Grandma. No, you don't. I don't even know. I don't even care whose Grandma it is. You just don't argue with You don't argue with Grandma, no. Kick your butt. If she doesn't have to sleep with a gun by her side. She'll kick your butt if you come in her house, right? Uh, that's right. All right. That's right. So, all right, let's All right. Let's see. What we got coming up? All right, coming up we're going to get into the mailbox and look at some complaints maybe and uh, we'll do the mailbox after this from Bob. Yeah, I got a sponsor for you. It's called Ben Lucky. B I N Lucky. And it's a brand new store uh, in uh, Knoxville on Middlebrook Pike, 4426 Middlebrook Pike. And here's the way it works. Every week, they get new shipments in from like Amazon, Home Depot, and things that have been returned that you, uh, you know, that you uh, maybe you didn't like or whatever. And then it's sent back to Home Depot or Amazon or somebody like that. And they sell it in these huge lots. So Ben Lucky buys them. And it comes in, this huge lot. And lay they put them in these huge huge bins. You come in on the first day uh, that they're open every week, on Friday. And every item, I don't care how big, how small, what it is, if it's worth 50 bucks or whatever, every item is $7. Then on Saturday, every item is $5. Then on Sunday, every item is $3. On Monday, every item is $1, and then every item on Tuesday is $0.50. Cents. That clears it out, and then they get shipments on Wednesday and Thursday, and they start all over again. They're open from 9 to 6, uh, starting every Friday, and then until uh, they clear everything out on Tuesday, and then start all over again. So buy, go by and see them. Ben Lucky, 4426 Middlebrook Pike, right here in Knoxville. All right. How fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. Have you not been yet? No, I haven't. Oh, man, it's it's crazy. It's I've, I've went in there and bought stuff that was like worth $30, $40, and I got it for like $3 or something. Wow. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. so, get by there. All right, the mailbox, Ed, open it up. All right, here we go. Oh, that's a hard one. Uh, let's see. Freddie from the Bahamas. <laughs> hey, Do Mom. Most, hey, Mom. Do most people in the world drive on the left or the right side of the road um it's interesting because um i thought that uh, 
just a few big countries like America and China and places mm-hmm. drove on the right side of the road, but it actually turns out 65% of the wor- of the people in the world live in countries that drive on the right, and that 90% of all miles driven are on the right side of the road. Wow. Did you, have you ever uh, driven a car in a country where you drive on the left side? Yeah, I got stuck in a roundabout, a six-lane roundabout. Oh, God. In Scotland. Oh, God. Uh, we flew all night. I didn't get any sleep. Yeah. Got And rented a car at the airport. Got in the car, and I got on the wrong side. My son said, Dad, you're on the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like the Chevy Chase movie. Yeah. And, and, and so immediately we left the airport and drove out there in this road, and and suddenly I found myself on this six, five or six lane roundabout. Ah, and I was in the middle of it and I couldn't get out. I couldn't, ah. they, I couldn't get away. It's like a, yeah, it's like, it's like one of those movies, like the Pink Panther movies where they're going. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And you got out though. But you, you, so you've driven, I've never done it. So I, I, does it feel we- completely weird? I mean, is it, or did you adapt? Uh, it, well, you adapt, yeah. Okay. Well, the most populous country, uh, China, drives on the right side. The biggest economies, U.S. and China, drive on the right. The world's five largest countries, Russia, Canada, China, United States, and Brazil, drive on the right. You know what's, uh, when I was reading this, this is what was interesting. India uh, drives on the left, and it also noted down there, by 2028, India would have more people than China. (laughs) Did you know that? No, I didn't. I know there's a lot of people there. Oh, there's a lot of people in India, but I didn't know they were going to have more people than China. I didn't either. Be 28. I don't see how you could ever drive in India anyway. Uh, They say it's nuts. I I have read a little bit about that. They say majority of island nations, they all drive on the left. Because of, uh, they they were probably because of Britain, I bet. You know, where they were. Exactly right. That is. What about that? uh, Now, because Britain, I mean, Britain controlled the world. Yeah, a long time ago, and all yeah. they they told them how they're going to do everything. So, all right, Ed, uh, what else you got? All right, here's Jenny from Amarillo. Hi, Jenny. Do you think that you do you think the U.S. will ever try socialism? Yeah, we started about a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, Ed, I think we're, it's leaning that way. I, I mean, you've got some cities now that they would call socialists. I mean, some people call Knoxville, Tennessee, the city, uh, uh, leaning so- to socialism. Well, I, it may be a form of socialism, but I hope it's not a dictatorship type. Um, I don't know. It, it, and, and, you know, it, in reality, the government we have may be more socialism than we realize, you know? Seriously, if you look at it. I don't think socialism uh, works in a, a republic. It, it, it would only work in a, in a um, almost a dictatorship. Right. Um, you know, because, the, you know, a great example, I guess, would be China, you know. Um, but the United States, I mean, capitalism drives the United States and made the United States what it is today. Um, and I think if you took away the drive to uh, exceed and be successful, and, and, and cause I think if you, if you were known that everything you make, you're just going to 
share it evenly with everybody so that everybody had exactly the same things and even people that did, had no desire to do anything but sit on their butt were going to the same stuff um, then I think your country would suffer I mean, you know. well I think it's kind of going that way I really do I, I've seen a lot of changes over the last few years and and generations it just seems to be going that and it may be just a cycle like the waves on the ocean i don't know but it it does seem to go that way i think that go ahead i think the democrats would like for it to be that way well maybe so i think that if if sometimes i think uh, some people are just led around they think something sounds good now all of a sudden mm -hmm. they're doing you go wait like, i'm not sure this is going to work i i, I think I, I think that our country, um, we, we are having a, a lot of people that are from outside influences are trying to control it uh, in two ways. One, uh, that, that wants everybody to have exactly the same thing without making any effort. And the other thing is to help us uh, explode from within. That's true. They want to see us fail. A lot of uh, socialism has failed uh, all over the world. Why would we jump into it? So, boy, that's a long answer to Jenny, but um, I, I don't want to get too far into socialism. There's my point. So. All right, Eddie, what we got coming up? Well, coming up, we're going to talk about complaints, and uh, we're going to talk about how you can reach us and what you can talk to us about, and we'll be talking about our next show, too. So I'm ready with my complaint. You ready? Really? Okay. Go ahead. My complaint is lately... I'm on all these no-call lists, okay? I mean, every no-call list I could ever find, I'm on. And almost every day, Eastern Time, starting about 4 o'clock, my phone starts ringing, and it's these stupid calls. I mean, you know, used to is kind of funny because it was like, is your car warranty worn out? And now they're, and, and I don't know how they, I don't know how they do this. How do these, how do these people get phone numbers locally? How do they call me from, from uh, Bulls Gap, I don't get it. They're you know, I'm calling you from Bulls Gap, Ed. They're not, and I, I don't get it. How they get those numbers? You know, and you get a, I'll get a call from Maryville, and I'll think, oh, that's probably a family member, and I'll answer it. You know, and then somebody say, could I talk to you about your Medicare insurance? And you know, it's crazy. I get this stuff every day, and I'm over it. And I don't care what, you, and I block these numbers. I've got my phone is half full of blocked phone numbers. And you realize those numbers. Uh, are not real yeah they, they don't make any difference do they probably not but i mean i do the same thing i do the same thing what they do is like like the google there's so many people that do these things google numbers do you have a google number i have a google number too well i had one yeah yeah and it just forwards to your phone and that's what they do they go in get a google number it's free it makes it look like you're just their 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 good old buddy down the street they probably met you at a remote over at ted russell ford when ed was down there or bergen dodge and uh you know they want to tell you something good about what their grandma did and then here you go it's somebody wanting to get you a cool warranty or they want to buy your house we got to figure out a way to stop that <laughs> well that and spam i mean because emails are a joke now i mean yeah you know, they are crap that's true that's absolutely true all right, I got a complaint for you, Ed. Okay, buddy. What? I, I don't understand neighbors that will leave their floodlights on at 2 in the morning. At 2 in the... I mean, 
I don't mind you turning it on because you're putting the dog in or out or whatever for a few minutes and turning it off. <clears throat> but a neighbor that will leave the light on starting at, say, 1 a.m. till 2 a.m., 2.30, and it shines in the windows, and you ask them about it, and they say, well, um, she likes to stay up late, and uh, then uh, they get up late, and... Uh, they like to let the cat in and out and stuff like that, so uh, we just like to leave the light on. Huh. Yeah, that's what I said. Well, in my, in my neighborhood, it, it is mandatory to leave your lights on. <laughs> There's no street lights. <laughs> well, I mean, you can... There's no street lights. No, but not all your yeah. floodlights. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, you know, we don't leave on the floodlights, but... We have we you know you know uh, vegetation lights around the house. Yeah, sure. I don't have. Yeah, leave leave all that on. Yeah. It's that massive fl all those floodlights coming in your window. Right. Yeah. Right. Tell everybody how they can listen to this thing, Ed. Well, here's how you can listen. You can uh, pick up the Ed and Bob Show. It's available at edandbob.com, or you can download the Apple Podcast app or the TuneIn app and search Ed and Bob. Be sure to subscribe when you find it. On Alexa, in your Alexa skill settings, enable TuneIn, then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll say, what do you want to hear? You say this, the Ed and Bob Show. You'll be right here. There you go. And if you want to comment in the edandbob.com comment section, you can do that. You can email us at edandbobbyyahoo.com. Follow us, um, Ed and Bob Knox, K-N-O-X. Uh, at Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas Knox, that's uh, K-N-O-X. We're on Twitter. Uh, also, uh, we are on Facebook, of course. Just Ed and Bob, look for us there. Um, did we screw anything up, Ed, on this show? Or? I don't think so. I, I... We did something. <laughs> well, if you'd like to complain, just get online and complain. We'll be glad to read your complaint on the air. Uh, and uh, give me shout-outs. Anybody want to say anything to anybody you saw this week that you hadn't seen in a while? or Anything happen this week you want to mention before we head out of here? Mm, I'm going to let it pass this week, I think. Okay, so, well, I'm glad to see um, uh, the, the basketball going on because it was canceled last year. So it's good to see, you know, the Sweet 16, the Final Four, and things like that. So excited to see that. Sorry the balls bowed out early, uh, but um, nonetheless, I'm glad to see it. Hey, can you tell everybody what the next show is going to be, Ed? I'll be happy to. Have you ever been a castaway? Ooh. Oh you know, have there ever been castaways that survived being stranded on an island? You know, I think during World War II there were. were there Japanese really? soldiers, yeah. But anyway, do you think that's how Amelia Earhart died? Well, that would be On an island. Wouldn't that be something? We're going to investigate. We'll send the Ed and Bob investigators out to the <laughs> South Pacific. And we'll bring back we'll bring back a report next week. So we'll bring Amelia's uh, part plane part back with us. Something. Yeah, that's right, a propeller. Uh, brother, it's uh, good to get back to normal. We're glad everybody's slowly trying to get back to normal. I saw Arizona doing that, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye bye. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me like the fellow once said. Ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black. I heard her and she heard back. Like the sailor said, folk, ain't that a hole in the boat? My head.
Tell me quick, ain't love a kid. 